Any college baseball fans out there, if you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you, graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns, and get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast reshipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Pirelli Scorpion Weather Active. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Are you tired of endlessly searching for work, applying for jobs, and never hearing back? Job openings vanishing into thin air? What if with just one connection, you could link with dozens of companies that are hiring? What if that connection was a locally owned business ready to help without charging a fee? Express Employment Professionals is your one connection. Go to ExpressPros.com. With endless opportunities, it's time to try something new in your job search. Let Express Employment Professionals help you. Start at ExpressPros.com. I think the Cowboys are clearly were overrated last night. That's why we made a best bet on Tennessee. And I don't see any great path back to the playoffs for the boys. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. 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 Monday night football. An early Amari Cooper touchdown. It looked like roses for the Dallas Cowboys. It only got worse from there, though. It was the Titans beating up on the Cowboys 28-14 to in Dallas, RJ, what is the Vegas perspective on what we saw Monday night? Well, I mean, first, I guess the question is, and Brad, you can help me with this, how much do I brag about my best bet on the Titans, given right here, coast to coast, to all of the listeners? Oh, I would say at minimum 90 seconds. Well, look, usually you don't press the the drop buttons, but I'm going to let you press one and just kind of pick one to describe my pick. The best in the business. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> All right, so we can move on. We can move on. I think this game has a lot to say about the current state of the NFL. On one hand, offenses that are dominant, these kind of video game offenses, are the best teams. And if you look at Fezzik's power rankings, in about 10 minutes we're going to actually break down where Vegas disagrees with ESPN, with Colin Cowherd, and on a college football side where you and Ken disagree with the AP associated press poll. So it's Vegas versus the world. But if you look at the Vegas rankings, the top six teams in Fezzik's rankings have the sixth best offenses and an amazing stat. You know, you always hear defense wins championships. We know that's not quite the case anymore. Here's an amazing stat. And I mean, this is an eye popper. The Rams obviously have lost one game. 
Kansas City has lost one game. The Saints have lost one game, right? Yep. In those games, the team scored 40 points, 40 points, and 35 points. So even in their losses, they're putting up 35-plus. So if you're a team like a Baltimore, who, quite frankly, we bought into, Vegas bought into, Baltimore, like 10 days ago, less, was favored by a field goal come kickoff at Carolina. Imagine that, at Carolina. What would the line on that game be right now? I think that game is Carolina three and a half, maybe. Yep. Three or three and a half. Just because why? Because Baltimore had a great defense, we thought, and an okay offense. And we thought, hey, you can get by, you be an elite team, not necessarily the best team, but a top seven, eight team. Doesn't look like it. Baltimore now is below 500, just wins and losses. That's simple measure. And as much as I'm going to give a thumbs up to Tennessee and a thumbs down to Dallas, which how do you do anything else? I We cannot forget neither of these teams can be elite because they don't have a great offense. And let me ask you, what is the team that could reasonably win the Super Bowl? Open question. Jonas, Brad, Ken. What is the team that could reasonably win the Super Bowl that doesn't have an elite offense? I don't mean... And let's call Minnesota elite because I think it's fair to say Cousins. We could debate that one. But I think Minnesota can win the Super Bowl, and I think that offense is elite right now. Though it's 1B. You know, it's not the best of the best. Who else? Hmm. I don't have one. Well, Carolina's offense is an elite. I don't think they – you think they can reasonably win the Super Bowl. Getting Greg Olson back, they're, they're, hmm. the only, they're the only team I can think of without an elite offense that can defensively make enough plays and maybe get turnovers to where they yeah, can and, run. Yeah, and offensive coordinator Turner certainly has upgraded that team. I'm surprised by a lot of people. Let's give them credit. Let's give Cam credit with Carolina. I don't think – I mean, here's the thing. If you're not in that group of – let's call it eight, or even if you are in the group of eight of the best teams, and to me it's going to be the you know obvious New Orleans Rams, obvious Kansas City, New England, then you've got Pittsburgh, Chargers, and then to me you've got Carolina, Philly. But we can debate some of that. And Minnesota. And Yeah, that's I think Minnesota's better than Carolina, but you've yeah, got I to give too. Carolina credit for what they've done, right? So, but think about who you'd have to beat. Let's say you're Carolina. You're going to have to beat a Philadelphia or Minnesota. Let's say, let's assume you even get a bye, all right? Beat a Carolina or Minnesota. Then you got to beat a Saints or Rams. Then you got to beat a New England or a Kansas City. I mean, there it's going to be three. Whoever wins it likely are going to, the Super Bowl likely will play three very, this is as deep as I've seen the NFL, where if I look at teams six, seven, eight, they're as good as any eighth best team that I've seen in a long time. I will mm. say this. When Minnesota went out to play the Rams, they played them, you know, tooth and nail. And that was a one-score game. Went on a short court. rest on a Thursday. Right, and that was impressive. On the road. Yep. No, I agree. I think Minnesota lost the Buffalo game because of that because they were looking ahead. Now, listen, they lost it. But, boy, imagine if they had the Rams at home on regular rest. That line's probably not far from Pickham at the time because the line was seven in L.A. They win that game half the time probably. And all of a sudden, Minnesota's got one loss. So, to me, what we know is this. Deep NFL. 
We also know that it's all about the offense. Dallas doesn't have a great offense. Tennessee doesn't have a great offense. I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas. Here's what I Tennessee does have, a good coach. Vrabel's young. He's inexperienced. But we saw where off a bye, and both teams were off a bye, coaching matters. I'm not a big Jason Garrett fan. A lot of people aren't. But coaching matters when you have a bye. Another time coaching matters more, and it always matters. Another time is in close games. You're, we look at that Denver game on Sunday. Uh, a really good game manager is going to play that differently than Denver did. So in general, if you're looking to play a bad coach, which sometimes you think there's value, you want to avoid. You want a game where you're either laying seven or getting seven or more. Closer games, coaching matters even more. The only team I was thinking that doesn't have an elite offense that wouldn't stun me if they made a Super Bowl run was Green Bay, only because they've got an elite quarterback. Well, but by definition, Jonas, what you're saying is in a scenario, right, that that elite quarterback plays out of his mind, Aaron Rodgers' best of all time style, wouldn't they then have an elite offense while he was playing that way? Yeah, that's true. You know, that's a good point. I just, I think when you get to the playoffs, because it's a one-off scenario, you're not having to beat somebody four times in a seven-game series. Anything can happen. But to your point, it is so top-heavy. And if you don't have an offense, you got no shot at this point in the season. And five years ago, you could win with a great defense yep. or a great offense. Look That's at Denver. Really, yeah. Well, yeah, because Manning was the name there, but Manning was a bottom quarter of the league quarterback, at least statistically, his last season. Oh, by the way, only the second season is his career that Manning won a Super Bowl. RJ, I don't think you have San Diego as a, an elite offense, do you? Well, I think, I mean, I think they're in the same level as Minnesota. Right? Do you disagree? No, no. I think they're offensive. You know, when you're talking Rams, New Orleans, and Kansas City, I think, and New England, I think they're those four are above San Diego in that next tier. But when Joey Bosa comes back and he's 100% oh, I agree. to me, I think San Diego may be the most balanced LA. team. <laughs> yeah, I think we should all disagree to San Diego. <laughs> right, yeah. Right? Southern California but, works. <laughs> that is the one I swear, and I, I, I've tried so hard. It was the Florida Marlins, Miami Marlins. took me a while, well, but this one really gets me. It was just last year you stopped with the Brooklyn Dodgers. So listen, we're going <laughs> to – Well, Dad's from Brooklyn. We're so. going to give you a little bit of time, Ken Thompson. Now, last thing about the Chargers, though. I think he's one of the five or six worst coaches in the game. I don't trust him in close games. So – I am very impressed with that Seattle win because I didn't expect it. Let's give them credit. I'm still skeptical. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Let's finish up Monday Night Football. I think that it's too easy to say, ah, Dallas isn't as good as we thought. Doug Gottlieb, who precedes this show every weekday, I'm a big fan of Doug. He was on with The Herd, and he said something borderline shocking about the current state of the Cowboys. Let's listen. I would rather be the Raiders than the Cowboys. The Raiders are bad, know they're bad, have five first-round picks and $79 million in cap space in the upcoming year. The Raiders in two years, if they don't completely screw up the draft, will be in better shape than the Cowboys. Now think about that. I think it's a valid point. It goes to Brad's point and all of us. If you don't know what you're, or I'm sorry, Jonas is first. If you don't know what you're doing, 
or where you're headed, you don't know how to get there, right? Which is, I think is an old, either like marijuana smokers in the college dorms, right? <laughs> if you don't know where you're going, how I mean, can you know how to get there? Do we have to pile right? on Fez all show? Jesus. <laughs> well, we're going to really do that in a minute or two. But think about the following. So we on Straight Out of Vegas have really been the first with the following. Some might call it a conspiracy theory. I think that it probably deserves a better description than that. Here's our theory. The Raiders are out of money. The Raiders are low on money. And not only do they want to get to Vegas with a bunch of draft choices, a long-term plan, and a chance to be like the next Browns, forgetting how the Browns are playing right now, but rather a team with a ton of assets, a la the process, 76ers, NBA, but boy, if you don't have the money now to pay a Khalil Mack or even put in escrow his signing bonus, then the idea of playing for the future makes even more sense. And oh, by the way, hire a coach who's a master of PR to distract till you get there. Boy, not only are the Raiders better off if they're just stockpiling assets versus a Cowboy team in Never Never Land in between being good and horrible but also it feels like the Raiders have a plan to address a problem that maybe everyone doesn't realize. We're joined by Ken Thompson. He does uh, a very popular local radio show here in Vegas. But you have an affiliation with the Raiders. Don't talk out of school here. I wouldn't ask you to. Do you think there's any truth that finan the financial reality of the Raiders is affecting their decisions? I think it may have had an effect as far as the Khalil Mack situation. So that's him saying, hey, I have a relationship. I know something. I can't really say it, but I don't want to fall short. And he's nodding. All right. <laughs> so I think there's something there. I think there's something there. Uh, last thing I'll say about the Cowboys. If they're not a great offense, and we know they're not, what could they possibly be? A great offensive line that, you know, like they were a couple years ago? Well, they just fired the first coach in Jason Garrett's tenure, the O-line coach. That can't be necessarily a great unit, and obviously pro football focus, et cetera, doesn't think so either. Uh, Dak Prescott, he seems far from great. Uh, the defense, hmm. uh, well, maybe Sean, with Sean Lee, they're top 10 maybe, but Sean Lee's like the guy that says, well, I can go, I'm a two handicap." If it's 74 degrees, no wind, and I sleep 14 hours before, well, you're not a two handicap if that's all the conditions. Right? Sean Lee getting on the field seems to be a lot of if-then maybes. So to me, I think the Cowboys are clearly were overrated last night. That's why we made a best bet on Tennessee. And I don't see any great path back to the playoffs for the boys. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Later on today, we've got the playoff committee with the rankings. Jonas, we've been lamenting, hey, the rationale of these rankings from the playoff committee seems to change every week based on what narrative they want. Oh, LSU's playing Alabama. Let's put them a little higher, even though it didn't make a lot of sense that they were, what, over Notre Dame, right? Yep. Didn't make any sense. Well, now, you could debate LSU was better than Notre Dame. You can't debate they had a better season so far, which the playoff committee tries to do. 
as you're looking at this week, as you're looking at last week, Jonas, does anything jump out at you that, man, the playoff committee can't believe that, right? This is, there's something financial, there's something we aren't seeing that's driving. Or did it feel like, hey, they did their best? I, I, look, we talked about where Notre Dame was slotted and, and, and Notre Dame maybe should have been ahead of LSU, but I think that you know they caused a little bit of outrage with that and LSU was going to play its way out because they were facing Alabama that week. I don't think that there's any way you can disagree or finagle, if you will, Alabama and Clemson at the top. It's always the three, four teams that I keep an eye on because I think that's where you can juggle some things around and cause some outrage. No, I agree with you, and I think Notre Dame – Brad, clearly three here, right? Has to be. I mean, Notre Dame's unbeaten, had a decent win this past weekend. Notre Dame's got to be three. Now, you've been, you know, listen, we're all human, right? (laughs) And, I mean, Brad's had some heartbreak in his life. I'm not exactly sure. Like, he won't, you know, it's kind of like on Goodwill Hunting where you can tell in his eyes, (laughs) but you don't know exactly why. It's not your fault. Yeah, it's not your fault, Brad, but there's something about Notre Dame that you just hate them. And it's funny because you have a Notre Dame hat on right now. It's like, you know, I don't want to make light of abuse, but, you know, sometimes, you know, there'll be like they keep going back, you know, different people go back for more. It's like the only love they know. So do you want to admit why you have such strong, let's call them erratic feelings about Notre Dame, Brad Powers? Yeah, there's some definitely some strong love-hate relationship <laughs> I have with the Irish. All right, so now that we've got that out, well, we don't really have the truth, but at least he's admitting the general emotion. Brad Powers, I'm R.J. Bell, straight out of Vegas. Notre Dame's three, likely, tonight. Where does Vegas, where do you have them? I have Notre Dame seven. Wow. Name the teams that had a Notre Dame. And Ken, tell me if you would bet Notre Dame against any of these teams, even money on a neutral. All right. Alabama, Clemson, Michigan, Georgia, Oklahoma, Ohio State. Those are the six ahead of Notre Dame. Ooh, I tell you, I, I'm a Buckeye grad. I, I think I'd bet uh, Notre Dame over Ohio State. That's the only one I'd take them over, but I would not take them over West Virginia. You would not take Notre Dame or West Virginia? I would not. I would take that bet. Well, okay. no, where do you well I, I'm just saying, I think Greer would riddle that there team. There we go. <laughs> yeah, I have Notre Dame about four and a half points better than West Virginia. Wow, now that's a big difference. Yes. That's why you know what they say, that's why there's chocolate and vanilla ice cream. It's a senior-laden team, and you saw that senior leadership win that game against Texas down the stretch. Never panicked, and Greer gets the two-point conversion to win it. Can't play defense. When Notre Dame can. Here's the thing. Can outscore you, though. When you have a two-point conversion to win it, Probably not the sign of, like, a super elite team. But when you're plus two, you love that decision because make oh, it or miss oh, it doesn't that, much that's matter. a whole different story. Well, you got to get the Vegas take in there, right? No, I agree with you there, baby. I saw, he had a big smile on his face. Like, hey. All right. So the real question at four is Michigan or Georgia. Who do you have favored in that matchup if they played? Yeah, I have Michigan about a half point to a point better than Georgia right now. Here's the question. Is there any scenario that Alabama wouldn't lose a game that the three touchdown favorites, which is not likely going to happen? So against Georgia in the championship game, they would be what? What's your guess? Alabama about a 13-and-a-half-point favorite. 13-and-a-half, almost two touchdowns. Yep. If Georgia wins, they're in for sure at that point. Is Bama in? I think Bama's in. So really, what we're saying is Bama's in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. So the teams that aren't obviously in 
Got to be rooting for Bama. RJ, I RJ Bell's rooting for Alabama. But I, listen, I discussed <laughs> this last night. So would you take a one-loss Alabama team over a one-loss Michigan team? Well, the real question is, and it, let me ask you, would you take a one-loss Notre Dame team against a one-loss Michigan team? Oh, by the way, the one loss was Notre Dame beating Michigan. That again, that, that is the craziest thing because when Notre Dame beat Michigan, they were going with Wimbush at quarterback. Totally different That's team. Fine, but I that know. That was their decision. I he wasn't injured. Right. Right. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you graduate hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 